Be sure to follow or subscribe to our podcast so you can check when the next episode drops. Also, follow us on all social media platforms at Stepmamalogs. Last thing, go ahead and check out our blog, stepmamalogs.com. Hey, boo, hey, this is Cecily. What's up, guys? It's Jaleesa. And today we have a special guest with us. We are going to be talking about mom versus stepmom views. And this is our first guest that we want to bring into season one. Please help us welcome Tamika Tussman. Yay. Hi, you guys. I'm Tamika from Florida. Um, and I'm ready to get this topic underway. <laughs> Thanks, Tam. Um, so one of the main things that we want to talk about, I guess, is our different views. You're a mother. We are stepmothers. And so we wanted to bring you on today's episode just to clear the air, get some perspective on different things, ask questions, push a little boundaries. And we'll just start from there. Okay. Jaleesa. All right. So Jaleesa. first of all, why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about your situation? Um, so I know that you're a mom, but I, you're also a stepmom, right? Yes. Okay. I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as my daughter, she is 16 and her father is married and has been married for several years. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's all for that one. <laughs> <laughs> so how long, how long have they been married? Like four or five years? Um. So she's 16. They've been married for 16 years. Oh, all her life. Wow. Yeah. I was surprised. Surprised. Okay. So how is that relationship? Is it between you and the stepmom? I I don't have a relationship. I have um, tried when my daughter was younger. Okay. Because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, that is an extra person that's going to um, in my mind, look out for her um, when she's over there, help her out with things, you know, try to guide her while she is there. Um, but that n- never really happened. So when you say that the re- relationship, you guys don't have a relationship, does that mean it's negative or it's just, it's not positive, it's not negative, it's just non-existent? <laughs> it's, it's negative. Oh. And, you know, every time I try to reach out for the benefit of my daughter, because she shouldn't see grown people arguing all the time. So, um, and I'm not innocent, but in the same token, at a certain point, I just wanted to make it easy for my daughter so that when she is over there, out of, out of mm-hmm. state, when she is over there, it is a pleasant experience for her. Right. I'm glad you said that because I always wondered from a mom's point of view, like how do you, how, how does a mom view a stepmom per se? Because I know, I know a lot of people that are step parents and it seems like we all have similar issues. Hardly ever does the mom, the dad and the stepmom just get along and it's one big happy family. Right. So I'm glad you mentioned that because that's, Actually, insight I was kind of hoping for on this, this episode, <laughs> like as a mom, when you see a stepmom, like what do you see? If you could elaborate on that a little bit more. 
Well, what I know that I would want for her is someone to like look out for her and have her best interests at heart. Um, I would want an open line of communication. I would want, mm -hmm. if there was any issues with my daughter, your stepdaughter, that someone would bring it to me. It, I wouldn't be kept in the dark and that's how I felt. I, I always just wanted communication. Um, mm -hmm. Ask me a question, let me know. Um, it just never happened that way. So I do feel for the step parents though, because you are also trying to be this child's like bonus parent, mm -hmm. but also try to discipline and you don't want to step on toes, mm -hmm. yeah. but it, it happens. Yeah. That's hard. Oh. That step on toes, girl. <laughs> so I got a question. You say you want open communication. What does that look like? Cause I would assume and this is either from my personal experience or just stories. I, as a stepmom, can't come to you and say, Kiara has, she's in trouble or she's this. Because I feel like if I come to you, stepmom to mom, your reply may be, well, the dad can come to me. So it's almost like it's not my place. So you want open communication, but it's not my place to come to you. Is yes, it, it the is. Dad's place? Okay. No. If my child is acting a plum fool in front of you <laughs> and um, I don't want you to, let's say, put your hands on her, but if you have to discipline her via taking something away or, you know, just punishing her, as long as I'm aware of what's going on, because kids talk and you don't want her to not want to go back over there, but... I would want, I mean, she's 16 now. She'll be 17 in a couple of days. So there's no longer room for me to have any conversation with mm -hmm. anyone. You know, that's on her. And it's been like that for years. But back in the day, I would have wanted communication. I feel like that would have solved a lot. So my advice would be, you can't be scared or nervous to have an open communication. At the end of the day, you are their stepmother, their stepparent. You, you are. When is so, it appropriate for you and I to get acquainted? So there, like, when we are, when me and the man in this equation are seriously dating, engaged, married, and like the next day, when do you and I have a sit down and say, okay, we know what it is. Let's just. I would say after marriage. And okay. the reason why I say that is because um, a little off topic, I, you know, I have a brother who's always married and there's always stepkids <laughs> involved. So he's always dating someone with kids. So you don't want to, you don't just introduce everybody to your child, but when you are married, that is legally your step parent, um, maybe a couple of months before, but never super early. I feel mm. like I should have, been introduced so that my daughter could get to know but I mean she was also like one mm -hmm. um so when I tell you it's always been a negative it's, it always has been like that um but yeah I think after after you get married marriage? I do only because mm -hmm. you know a lot of things don't work out and you don't want you don't want it to be well this is Teresa Tuesday and <laughs> <laughs> well, what about Thursday. Wednesday? What right. about like if if you introduce like when you know, say like you know you're ready to get engaged, maybe like it's okay. been some time in the game, you know, just to kind of give the kids a little time to kind of warm up. 
or the mom the mom some time to warm up to this new family dynamic because i feel like if you just pop up married like hey i'm getting married tomorrow it may not go over well either yeah i almost feel like there's not a there's not a good time now granted we're dating three months you don't need to introduce me as this is going to be your stepmom right we have this huge discussion but i think when we're at least in my eyes when we're seriously dating then I'm going to be around the child as far as when we all three of us go out to eat or something like that. And it, as it progresses, you know, now we're engaged or we're living together or we're married, then you and I could either talk to each other or somehow establish boundaries. At least to me, I think of marriage. So when you said marriage, I think of me and my kids, we have already built a bond. And at that point, we've known each other for what, two, two ish years. So if me and their mom didn't meet until the day after we got married, it was a whole lot of stuff that was just lost. It was like a Mm -hmm. lot of lost time. Although I don't think that we should have met like two months into the game because it was like, why? This is too soon. Yeah, I just feel like um, because of everything that I have gone through in the past 16 years, that maybe um, when I lived in New York, we could have had a formal meeting. Um, I do feel like there was a lot of animosity, you know, Mm. and it's like the old saying like, oh, well, she may still hold a torch and that was not the case. Okay. <laughs> when I, I moved to Florida, we weren't, we weren't together. There was none of that. Um, I try to see the good in her and that's a strong try. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so, so you're trying right now. That, let's just leave okay. it at that. This is, that's where we gonna go. <laughs> I pray about it because I want to mm-hmm. make sure that my daughter doesn't grow up and think her parents hate each other. Right. Um, but I do feel like there should be boundaries, mother to stepmother. There should be boundaries. So I read somewhere that you you say boundaries. Who establishes these boundaries? Is it kind of known or you as the mother, when we meet, you say, okay, this is what you can and cannot do, or this is what I expect you to do or whatever. Because I read somewhere that a mom said, when a stepmom comes in, I will tell her her boundaries mm. and she should not step out of that. Oh. No, oh, ma'am. Yeah. That's a lot of aggression. <laughs> um, right there. Okay, I'm glad we all I, I'm a pretty that. simple person. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. a pretty simple person. I, we had a specific issue where my daughter would fly to New York. And because okay. I knew that the stepmother... I don't know how to politely put this. She was not able to do her hair. So I mm. made sure that my daughter's hair was braided. Mm-hmm. I made sure I sent her with the top, the proper um, hair tools, everything. And uh, 45 days later, when she arrived, her hair was burned off from a relaxer. Okay, so wait. Oh. Details. What do you mean she cannot do her hair? Um. I'm not trying to say that say um, lighter folks can't do <laughs> Okay, hair. so she's not black. No, ma'am. And okay. Okay. she, shortly after my daughter got there, they took her braids out and 
then it becomes, uh, she's natural. So then it becomes a, what do we do from now when they could have just left it in there or called me and mm -hmm. I could have sent whatever she needed. But they decided, which was her, to put a relaxer in her hair and she did not mix it properly and the neutralizer Ooh. burns her hair. Ooh. So when she gets off the plane, I'm like, that little boy looked like my baby. Yeah. Oh, no. Your little boy, your little baby is a boy now. Right. So mm -hmm. I had to cut it even. And for three years, it grew, it, you know, it grew out. It's healthy now. But literally, I had to give her a fade. Oh, no. When I brought it up, when I bought it up, I was told, well, she's her stepmother. She can do whatever. Mm. Wait, who said this? Dad. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. I have, so I have a similar <laughs> I have a very similar story, but the difference is I didn't burn nobody's hair off with relaxer. <laughs> so, okay, okay. <laughs> so it was it was legit. Just the the kids were over for the weekend. We were about to get up, you know, go out for the day, and obviously, you know, you sleep on your hair at night. You may not have a scarf or a bonnet. It needs a little touching up. And back then, my stepchildren were young. I mean, they were still wearing like pigtails, plaits, and twists. So I was like, okay, let me get a little water bottle and some grease. Let's touch this up. Because you go out with me in public, if you see a friend or a family member, if I don't comb your hair, to yeah. me, it's going to be like, well, you ain't, you know, you let my child go out looking any kind of way and this, that, and the other, right? So, you know, once the kids got back home, I, it was obviously like somebody had done their hair. And it was just like this huge thing, like, the next time, to the point where the next time my stepchildren came over, I mentioned something about hair and the oldest was just like, my mommy said, you can't do my hair. And I was taken aback, like, wait, what? Wait, what? I didn't feel like, number one, I didn't do anything drastic. Like, I didn't take out braids and put in a relaxer. I didn't flattern. Like, I literally just touched up like a little pigtail. You, you replatted the hair. I took it out, put a little water and grease so it looked moisturized and retwisted it. Like that was it. So I was like flabbergasted. And then from then it was just like, as my, as the children get older, now obviously the oldest daughter is able to do both of their hair. So it works out. But for a while when they were still younger, it was kind of this awkward phase because I feel like they had been told, like, don't let her in your hair but we're getting ready to go out in public. And it's just like, somebody needs to do your hair. Like you can't just say, oh, I'm going to touch it up. Oh, daddy going to do it. Daddy don't know what he doing. Like he yeah. don't know how to comb hair. So it was a very awkward space in that situation. But like you said, similar to Pam, to your situation, my relationship with their mother is non-existent. So the lines of communication weren't there where I, could say hey well what happened with this or hey when I did their hair what was the issue like what did I do wrong did I break something off like what what's wrong because at the end of the day I don't want to be looked at as oh I just let them come over and their hair just looks any kind of way when they go out with me or I'm not taking care of them because they come home or you see a picture and their hair isn't combed mm. so so I don't know. Like, that was really. Uh, so I, got, I, I got questions for both of you guys. So mm -hmm. Jalisa, when you did the baby's hair, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it sounds as if you just replatted it so y'all could carry on the day. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It was literally a touch up. That, that that's it. When the child said, "My mama said you can't do my hair." Mm-hmm. We are we we all got kids, and we know that sometimes they say things out of context. Was there a conversation on from your household to that household that said, "Hey, so and so said that you said that Miss Jalisa can't do yeah, the baby's hair." There was, there was, and it was, and it was, it was confirmed, confirmed that that's oh, what was okay. said. <laughs> like okay. there was no misunderstandings. <laughs> that's what she meant. She meant that I should not be doing their hair. So. Mm-hmm. And, and it just... should be done when they get there. But it was. Right. Well, she should no, have no, brought no. A, a scarf. She should have brought a bonnet. She should have got yes. some hair grease. Um, I, I don't think you did anything wrong. And I would have said, you know what? Thank you. Because if someone would have saw the baby outside with you yeah. and her hair wasn't done and it got back to mom, well, that would have yeah. been an issue too. Why you didn't I do agree. her hair? So yeah. I don't think you did anything wrong at all well thank you because I, I was thinking about that girl that was years ago and I still be thinking about that like dang mm-hmm. did I like overstep or did I do something wrong like no. I thought I'd be doing good doing hair like, you like, did <laughs> you didn't burn the baby scalp off you did no. good it wasn't it wasn't drastic so, so then Tam I have follow questions for you obviously the stepmother is non-colored if you will mm-hmm. and she went to New York with her hair done it was in braids it should have lasted her the full 45 days did you find out what happened did they go swimming did she just not do well in in braids like what happened to where they had to take it out or do you even know that part I do Kiara has always had braids um because I was trying to um do a protective style on her even back then because it just her hair was a that the texture it was just I don't, it wasn't growing in properly but um Kiara told me that the day that she got off the plane they cut the braids out and it was human hair okay they mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, send it back or something but they <laughs> um cut the braids okay. and then took them out and she thought that she could do Kiara's hair because she felt like well I've been practicing okay well shout out to you but then <laughs> the plan b was to put a relaxer in her hair Mm. what bothered me was you live in new york you live in new york you can find anyone anywhere (laughs) it's not like this wisconsin to get their hair done thank you to do a washing set to do a Mm -hmm. flat iron to do braids do twists to do any of that and the fact that you put a chemical that burned the middle of her hair which is just now growing back and she's 16 Mm. Mm. I, when I saw her so it was a shock I mean I was so excited to see her and my son <laughs> like her hair was so, I'm so sorry dry. I know that I try to say stepmoms are we're just misunderstood but at that point in time mm-hmm. if I were you I would have caught a one-way ticket just to you know somebody. I found the lord <laughs> I found no. the lord I would fi- I would have to put the lord on pause at that moment I'm natural. Just like, (laughs) Uh, can you imagine that? And your hair just breaks off because she didn't mix it correctly. Now, had she, I I would have still been a little upset. But had she did that and it came out okay, but she Mm -hmm. didn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, instructions are really clear. No, there's a there's a there's the hair to me. Mm -hmm. That's a clear boundary. Your hair is already done. It cost money. I don't care if it cost $20 for two pigtails and it was synthetic hair. It cost right. money. Who told you to take it down the next day? 
if y'all went that swimming, if, if, if it just gotten old to me, that's a conversation. Mm-hmm. The stepmother or the father says, Oh, Kiara, she just went swimming. We're going to redo her braids. Something, something should have happened in that conversation. Then you decide, Oh, I've been practicing. So let me put a perm on her hair. If you've been practicing, you should know her hair is natural, probably has never had a perm. Second, Mm-mm. you need to know how to mix. Third, just hell fuck no. Fourth, I'm gonna whoop your ass. Like just point blank period. All right. <laughs> yeah. You literally pour one into two and you mix it. Yeah. I don't know what she did, but literally her no. hair broke off and burned her her scalp. No. You know, one of the major reasons she has not gone back there since she was 10. Oh, they could have uh, at least called a... and said, Hey, we want to yeah. do this. Like, yeah, I don't know think that mothers are bad at all. No, I've not here to help me out. <laughs> I've never had that. Pr- okay. I've never had those. I mean, we've had issues with hair, but nothing to that extent. Like my daughter, when I met, she was 12 at the time and she's always either had braids, crochets or something. And she consistently wears braids now. And when she takes it out, she washes it. So it's in, if we have them over the course of a summer, Hey, I want to get my hair done or let me go to my grandma's because her grandma does her hair. And it, it is what it is. I think it's been a couple times where she's been with me in the extended period of time and she wants braids, she wants a sewing. So I would take her to the, you know, the girl that does my hair and like show pictures, show this, like, let me know. Cause I'm not about to be the one that messed up your hair, but mm-hmm. she, we've never gotten a perm, never any, no, nothing chemical wise. It's been shampoo, conditioner, mm-hmm. gel, eco style, comb and brush <laughs> and synthetic yeah. weave, color B, color one B. <laughs> Oh, she just. Mm, I, I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah. I'm it trying to very... find the 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 other point of view from the stepmom. Like, well, maybe yeah, there really she... isn't one. Yeah, no. no. On this one, not I not on I that one. We, we take a L on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're you're not making any friends if you <laughs> you do that. And then I'm telling you, I got no conversations. A two hour flight, nothing. It was mm. we're at the airport. She'll see you because she flew alone. She come mm-hmm. off and I'm just like, mm. who is this? Where was all your hair? <laughs> I also Aww. don't think that it helps that the dad said, well, she can do what she wants. She's the stepmom. Yes. Yeah. Like that's another boundary. That's like, problem. yeah, that, that is issues in itself. Like, yeah, she's a stepmom. She can do most, not all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I tried. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Has your, uh, since you mentioned it's negative, I assume that she is called either by her name or by stepmom. I guess by that, a question is, do you see a problem with a stepmom wanting to be called mom or if they are called mom? I do because of this particular situation. Um, she just pressed and pressed and pressed, call me mom, I'm your mother, call me mom, got a Mm. tattoo, but she doesn't always treat her the best. Wait a minute, back up, she got a tattoo. Yes, ma'am. Of what? Like on her back. (laughs) Kiara's name. It's Kiara. Oh. Does she have kids? She, she's, you know what? She's a whole grandmother out here. Do they have kids together? No. His only child is a child we share together. Okay, so she okay. has kids and he has one child and she yes. got, ki- okay. 
Yes. And um, she used to press and press and press and, you know, call me mom. And, you know, when you're 12, you can go to court and say you want to live here. Like all these things that they would, that she would say to her. Um, If she was a regular person, I wouldn't have a problem with her calling Mm -hmm. stepmom or mama or anything. Because like I was just saying, you're supposed to, you're here to take the heat off me. You're, you're here to help me help us. It's, it's three mm-hmm. of us in this situation, but mm-hmm. she made it about just her. Mm. So no, I don't feel comfortable with Kiara calling her stepmom or mom. Her name is her name. That's her name. Yeah. Do you, does yeah. it, was there ever a point in time where Kiara, your child wanted, like genuinely wanted to call her mom, mama, stepmom, I think whatever. when she was little. When she was little, like it's something that was, okay, I'm here for 45 days every summer, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like it was normal. But then when Kiara started getting older and seeing things, it was like, this lady tripping. Yeah, she understood. You know, like, I need Mm -hmm. to go, right. She understood Mm -hmm. what was going on. But -hmm. again, I have not always been the peacemaker, but I found the Lord and I am now, okay? Yes, come on. (laughs) Yes, so... I'm not comfortable with it. On the reverse side, I am also, you know, soon to be a stepmother of two. And the son would call me mom because his mom's not in, the, in his life okay, um, at all. Okay. And the daughter just calls me Tamika, which I'm okay. fine with that. Um, yeah. But I did have to tell the son to call me Tamika. Mm-hmm. Why? I didn't want to confuse him because he literally was like four or five and she just left. And then the first serious relationship he's in, you want to gravitate to that and you want to call me mom, but you don't want to listen to these household rules. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, on that end, I would prefer you to call me Tamika. Yeah. Gotcha. I think if they're, if they are young, it is important to say, well, why did you I think Jaleesa you talked about it last episode why do you call me mom mm-hmm. do you know that I'm your stepmom your actual mom is over there wherever there is now mm-hmm. if you're still feeling comfortable okay but as long as you know I am your stepmom and not your real mom because I can never take your actual mom's place like that yeah. that's permanent that's a, that's a position that is never going to be taken yeah so yeah. let, let's let's not confuse the two because what I don't want to happen is the mother walk in the door and then it's an issue between mama and stepmama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> what are some other things that you think that we as stepmothers should know from mothers? Yes, help us out, girl. <laughs> we need well, help. <laughs> The biggest thing, like I said, I can't stress it enough, is communication. Y'all don't have to be best friends. We don't have Mm -hmm. to be besties. But when it comes to my child, I will be your best friend. I don't want anything from you but to love my child. And if you're doing that, I don't have anything else to say. Now, if my child comes to me and say, Miss Cecily did, mm -mm -mm," Mm -hmm. then we have to have a conversation. But I wouldn't come up to you with all this rah-rah and aggression because we're all grown. Mm -hmm. Too many people are not mature enough to handle a mother, stepmother, father situation. They always think it's something else. No, I don't want 
to be in his company, but my mm-hmm. child has to be in y'all company. So let's, let's work this out together. Do we have to spend holidays together? No. But my child eventually will be spending holidays with you and your family. So we should be able to communicate. Thanks. Yeah. Christmas yeah. Stuff. Yeah. We don't have to, we don't have to, you know, kumbaya together, mm-hmm. but we do have to, I guess, play the role for the kids because you don't want every time your stepchildren come to your house. Ooh, my mom said this. Or when the yeah, child goes yeah. home, Ooh, Miss Shalisa mm-hmm. said that. And she said, your hair ugly. You know what yeah. I mean? You don't yeah. want, <laughs> you, don't. You, don't, <laughs> you don't want that because mm-hmm. that's just unnecessary. Yeah. My, like I said, my biggest thing is communication. Now, do I have communication with my fiance's ex-wife? No. Okay. So I don't, I can't even say that I tried. But okay. <laughs> so then two part, you say communication mm-hmm. it, who's, who needs to start that? So I, let me the mother, this. the mother. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's why I was going to ask because me and their mother, we don't have a relationship, but that's not to say that it's positive or negative. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked a whopping two times. Three, if you count, when I asked for help with Layla picking out a hairstyle for the wedding. It, like, mm-hmm. It's been very, very short conversations. Hey, this is going on with Layla. What can I do? It was like five text messages at best over the course of five, five, four years. So it's not positive, but it's not negative. But I also feel like there's been times to where I have tried to reach out and tried to make this a big kumbaya, happy family but she goes right back to the dad and her response is I'll talk to their dad or their dad, their dad. So I get the impression that Cecily, why are you asking me about this? Their dad Mm -hmm. and I have have a one-on-one thread going on. So it's not my place to reach out. We don't have a positive or negative relationship, but if you're asking about the Christmas gifts, I told their dad what they want. So I'm like, okay, well then let me just shut up because it's not my, it's not my place. It is your place, 100%. It is your place. They are in your home. They're eating your food. They're living the life with you and your husband. So if you say, oh, well, I spoke to their dad. Okay, well, he's not here right now. So if you can just run it by me, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. So what, so how does that look on text message though? Because again, we don't talk via mm-hmm. phone. Well, maybe you pick up the phone because text messages can be read with such stank and you could not mean it. Yes. You can always Mm -hmm. read a text in the way that you heard it versus the way that it was sent. Even if you have to leave a voicemail, hey, so-and-so, this is what's happening. I just wanted to make you aware. Or, you know, I was wondering if they needed A, B, and C. And, oh, I was just calling to check on them, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to have a conversation. I know. Trust me. I know. I I can feel your face. (laughs) No, no. Mom is, in my opinion, the mother should. But if the mother is not responding, do do I need to be the adult and, like you said, call and make the voice? send the voicemail hey I think you just missed my call I'm wondering what the kids want for Christmas she didn't miss your call girl (laughs) I would definitely if you have reached out time and time again I would say okay Cecily the ball is in your court maybe um make a couple of attempts but at the end of the day that's your husband that those are y'all kids like I like ever since I met you you refer to them as as your children Mm -hmm. some parents some mothers get offended though 
Well, you I want you to know. Some mothers get offended when you say, well, these are my kids. These are my kids too. Or these are, you know what I mean? They get offended. And a response mm-hmm. to that, if I, if it's, if money's coming out of my paycheck to these kids, Ma'am, if I have a right. whole bedroom dedicated to these kids. That's right. If you want me to care for them like they are mine, I can say that's right. my kids in conversation. We all know yes. I didn't give birth. We all know this utero is still intact. So it's just, a, it's just a thing. Yeah, it's just yeah. A, a thing. I've heard that to where mothers get offended. Um, I always ask why. I want, I guess I want, I want a mother and I don't mean to cut you off I want a mother to say I'm offended when you say that stepmom because I would like to further dig into that particular situation why I'm mm-hmm. not saying oh I gave babe for nine hours eight pounds five <laughs> ounces I'm literally saying oh my kids need school supplies or my kids this and then in the next conversation oh yeah these are my stepkids like you know I didn't give birth to them I wasn't fast I'm 31 I ain't that fast have a 16 year old (laughs) right (laughs) so we're we're talking in conversation but I tomato tomato it's whatever I guess okay Sam I have a question Mm -hmm. so like I said earlier my relationship with the with my husband's ex-wife is non-existent right but his kids are over here very regularly um but the reason for that is at the beginning things were turbulent and I feel like it was because you know how you said like you haven't always been the peacemaker Mm -hmm. well let's just put it like this at the beginning of our relationship when things got serious she wasn't the peacemaker neither. <laughs> and that's how we ended up. I feel like that's how we've ended up where we are now to the point where I am just like, I want to work toward things that are going to be progressive. Right. And I don't want to just talk just to be talking or doing things and then see no progress. Right. Like I want us to work together. It may be hard, but work together so that we can progress. Right. And have whatever functional relationship we need for the kids. So my question is, that having been some years ago, if today I was like, okay, maybe, you know, 2020 been a long year. Maybe we can hit it off right in 2021. Like, how do I go about that? Do I try to go through dad and say, hey, maybe if you speak with her, like, can you set up like a meeting like because I don't even have access to her like I might see her at family events but I don't even know how to get a smoke signal to her so but if I wanted to try that betterment like how do I go about that without her thinking like you know I'm up to something or oh I got her she won't be my friend like how do I do it in a way that it's received positively and the message is that, like, look, I'm just trying to do the right thing. I feel like everything you just said to me, I would most definitely say to her. Um, but she may not receive it that way. But it's not mm-hmm. for her to receive. It's for, it's for the kids. You mm-hmm. want everyone to be cohesive for the kids. You don't want it to be an environment that when they go to your house, it's one way. When they go back home, it's another way. Um, and it also should be, if that's their home over there, this is also your their home over here. It shouldn't yeah. just be like, well, this is just dad's house. Um, it sucks that you don't have any type of access to her. 
and I wouldn't recommend having dad set anything up because men. <laughs> I, I know, girl. Yeah, know. so you'll be waiting forever for this yeah. meeting. Um, I maybe the next function you see her at, pull her mm-hmm. to the side, say a couple brief things, and if it's not received, you did your part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't beg anyone to act right. Right. Mm. Yeah, you're right. At the end of the day, if your husband knows that you're trying or willing to try and you treat his kids great, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I would want. You, We don't have to be best friends. Just don't yeah. hurt my kid, you know? Yeah. Love no, my agree. child the way that you love yours. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. We gonna see each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pray for you. Thank I you, hope girl. that the mothers see that the stepmom's intentions are for those that have pure intentions not the ones that don't know how to do relaxes (laughs) i hope that they see that our intentions are pure and all we want to do is become a resource and become the help you know and, and just be there for the child when there's a lot of animosity i think that takes away from what we're trying to do we could become great friends communicators i think that stepmoms and moms if we do it right we could accomplish a whole lot yes Mm -hmm. people always say well co-parenting is hard just with you know father and a mother the completely traditional style if you have that extra woman she could be your strongest ally mm-hmm. if all ego and pride is set aside. Now that's a big if. Yeah. But we we you know we we'll see what we get in that. Capitalize, underline, and circle. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So do you guys have any takeaways? I'll start with you, Jalisa. Um, I think the biggest takeaway is that, number one, it's refreshing, Tam, to hear that you are on the other side of the coin, but you can understand where we're coming from. Um, So I think the biggest takeaway is just if you sit down and kind of talk about it, even though you may be at different viewpoints at the table, at the end of the day, y'all all still at the same table. Yes, like we all still on the same journey on the same page. So even though the viewpoint is different, like we just got to remember, like we all in this same situation, like our goal should be the same at the end. You're right. To piggy off of that, I think our goal is the kids. And so everyone should be knowledgeable of and mature enough to be able to understand the ultimate goal. I think my mm-hmm. takeaway is open communication. I hear about it all the time. And that it is the mother's responsibility. And I would say mother, stepmothers and mother's responsibility to make sure we have that open door policy. So there's no bad blood, mm-hmm. positive or negative. Tam, what about you? Oh, my takeaway would be uh, boundaries. I guess I realized that I would want to not come across as being harsh um, when setting boundaries or mothers should not be harsh when they're setting boundaries because 
the other person is just trying to love your kids. So mm-hmm. my takeaway is just being positive and, you know, having positive boundaries. Yeah. Mm, positive boundaries. Look at that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Positive <laughs> boundaries. All right. Well, guys, thank you for joining us on this episode of the Step Mama Laws. And thanks again to our guest, Tamika. Thank, thank you so you. much for joining us. We've really enjoyed having you. Yes. Uh, maybe we can have you back again for another episode in the future. Yes. But, I would um, love that. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime, you guys make sure you check out the blog. Um, post at stepmamalogs.com mm-hmm. also make sure you follow us on instagram check us out on facebook we are also on twitter and of course wherever you listen to podcasts make sure you are subscribed so that when the next episode drops you are the first to know All so right. for me and the crew here today stepmamalogs episode eight it seems like we're done guys Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.